0: Hello and welcome to the show. It's Thursday night. You know what that means. The Comics Pals are live. There are only three of us right now here for Pals Pools. Uh, Marco's running home late from school, but uh, he'll <laughs> He's be a toast in his mouth. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> I'm coming, senpai.
0: Whoa. that's, that's a what lot.
1: they say, right? Uh, um, that's what Marco says. Yeah,
0: I thought that was what Trump says. Uh, hold on. Shit. Uh, uh I'm going to come. There, there you stairs. go. There you go. Are you
2: just testing to make sure I got all my shit plugged in? You don't even know if I had that plugged in.
0: I swung, and uh, thankfully, uh, um, we hit a home run yeah. with that. What's up, go. Trap Sword? Thank you for joining. How you doing, buddy? Good to see you. And everyone who's here live, thank you guys for joining. Say hello if you're in the chat and hanging out. Hello. We... <sighs> Tyler, you're not in the chat. I'm always well, in the chat. Technically, you are, I guess. Yeah, that's you are in the chat, but you don't count. Um, we've got five books, five books to talk about today. Uh, (laughs) justice league road to dark crisis. Number one.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Gordon. Hello. CW Gordon. Welcome.
0: Hey, what's up? Uh, nice house on the lake. What's this? Number nine. I don't like that cover. Uh, this was the only one they had. Huh? Uh, Yeah. Have you been know. typically getting the A covers
2: and then, like, you're forced to get a B cover at one point? That's the worst, isn't it? That, that is That one of my least favorite
1: things that happens, yeah. Yeah,
2: it's, like, genocide and then, like, forcing to get the wrong cover, like,
1: right below it. You know what? Yeah. Well, okay, cool. and then th- that's tied with butter that doesn't spread. Oh, that's that's bad. Yeah. That's not
0: good. Yeah. And monsters in your closet. We're going to be talking about the closet, number one. Uh, James Tinian, double... Dose of James Tinian this week it's on the show. It's Tuesday. It's a,
1: it's a double double well, Jimmy
0: Thursday. Double Jimmy. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know what to make of that. Uh, a Righteous Thirst for Vengeance, number eight. Whoa. I know. I have I know. a lot to say. I have a I lot to say about it.
2: I won't say anything just yet, but when I saw you put it on there, I was like, oh, you cheeky bastard. You what, you you're, you read that YouTube comment, didn't you?
0: Uh, yeah. That's exactly why it's on there. Yep. Uh, And then Patreon pal uh, pick this week, uh, Super Freaks. So Matt Murphy, most of you will know him, asked us to read this this week. So uh, he's a member of our Patreon. So we decided to to do it and share our thoughts. So we'll be doing that a little little later. I got to say something real quick, just in regards to that.
2: I find it absolutely ironic that Matthew Murphy, the guy when I did a podcast with him, um, would complain when I put extra books on there. Went ahead and fucking gave me an extra book. That's to hilarious. Be fair,
1: to be fair, he didn't give us an extra book. He wanted us to switch.
2: Fair. And I wasn't going to let him dictate our show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like any I w- other I wasn't, patron, yeah. I'd,
1: I'd think about it. But like uh,
2: mad, I was like, fuck, no. He doesn't <laughs> get <told> much <laughs> yeah, um, so much.
0: Yeah. So. We've got some pretty good books, some interesting books to talk about uh, here today. Before we get to that, quickly want to remind you guys of how you can support the show. If you want to catch us live at any point, twitch.tv slash thecomicspals. For this very show, we are live at 6 p.m. Eastern. We actually decided Thursdays. We actually decided to come on a little bit later today just because of the Sony state of play, which we were all watching. I'm assuming we're all watching it. we were watching Kale, right?
1: I was actually playing Pokemon,
0: so... <laughs> oh,
2: all right. Fair there enough. was just a new Pokemon trailer yesterday. You don't think Kale's on a total Pokemon oh, kick whenever there's I, a new Pokemon
1: man. trailer out? I could oh. start a Pokemon podcast right now.
0: I wow. didn't see it. I got to see it.
1: It's oh, it's good. interesting.
0: <clears throat> Speaking of Kale, uh, Kale put his, uh, his newsletter up this week over on patreon.com slash Uh Issue 2, episode 2, installment 2 of that uh, newsletter.
1: It's my second favorite coffee mug Is
0: I think the first... that might
1: be i think that might be my thing the your first mugs? one was my favorite coffee mug this will be my second next next time i'll be my third
2: <laughs> all right how many coffee uh, mugs do you have
1: oh i don't know you should it's
2: probably figure funny. that out before you make that your thing because then you're, you're 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 making it a finite thing unless you just circle back around
1: i'm gonna <laughs> make it a finite thing and then we'll see what happens <laughs>
0: You should also include a picture of your of the coffee mug every
1: week. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to eat up space.
0: Retroactive, too. Uh, If you want to check that out or any of the other host of things we have on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash comics pals. Thank you so much for supporting us over there. YouTube.com slash the comics pals to subscribe to our channel for free. Like the video. Share it with your friends. uh, Leave us comments. All that stuff's free to do. Helps out a lot more than it costs you. Let's get into the reviews. Uh, Marco will be here very shortly. Uh, he's cranking so up his computer right now. <laughs> Sultan of Swing, welcome, welcome. Uh, let's let's start with uh Justice League Road to Dark Crisis. And now, I want to say <clears throat> up front, full spoilers on all this stuff, pretty much. Uh, it's our discretion if we decide not to spoil things. Um, this issue is basically DC's offering of hey. Here's what's been happening since the death of, of the Justice League. So right up front, you need to know that. If you didn't read that issue of Justice League, I think it's 54, uh, something like that. 70, uh, four,
2: 74? 74?
0: Yeah, 70, maybe it was in the 70s. Sorry. Either way, whichever the, the last issue of Justice League was, you need to read that before you read this. Or at least just know they died. Whatever. Um and so this is a few different stories. We've got uh, six or five stories from uh, different creative teams that are just kind of showing us what's been going on in the lives of you know various characters since the death of the leak. The first one is Team Up by Joshua Williamson, Dan Juergens, uh, Norm Rappend on inks, and Hi-Fi did the colors. Um, and this is a story that's basically just about how Jonathan Kent and Dick Grayson are feeling post Death of Justice League. As we prepare for a new challenger, Marco is joining us here.
1: Okay, yeah. Let me, uh... All right, let's kick his ass.
0: <laughs> um, Welcome, Marco.
3: Holy
1: fuck, eh? Look who shows <laughs> Oh, you came up all the way from Canada.
3: No, that's what took me so long.
2: Yeah, Marco wasn't uh, delaying this to watch some PlayStation stuff like us. Fucking nerds. <laughs> <The> it <kid laughs> was
0: actually <laughs> working. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, so we're 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 on our first book, Marco. Uh, Justice League: World of okay. Dark Crisis. So, um, basically, Dick is just telling John, like, hey, this happens. It's happened <laughs> yeah. before. It's gonna happen again. You know, they come back, and it's all okay. And for John, who you know is a an older teenager at this point. Um, he's not seen any of that. You know, he was gone from Earth for five years or whatever it was in his you know time. Um, for everybody else, it was like a couple of months. But you know, he he grew a lot and he missed a lot. So he doesn't know that people just die and come back. So it's a shock to him. And Nightwing's cavalierness kind of puts Jonathan off kilter. Uh, what do you guys think about this this story? I love
2: Dan Juergen's art. Um, it's just a classicness to it but my dude has not seen a new hairstyle in what (laughs) 35 years i was gonna
1: say it's a little outdated
2: it's actually it's it's really cool honestly how anachronistic this book is because it is current day but these guys look like they were drawn in what 92 like uh it's so weird um it feels like classic DC. Uh, I don't think he draws the a little overly complex superhero costumes that current day superhero costumes are, um, yeah. like John's wearing a belt that looks way too big in this. Um, but, but it, but it, but it reads classic DC to me, um, yeah. in a way that is, uh, like a nice good soup. I already ate guys. I'm not hungry. It's just, I just do food now. <laughs> which just what I do. Um, uh, even though they're they're eating some beef bourguignon with ketchup, that sounds dreadful in this. So I almost didn't want to eat after reading this. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. This was like happy DC goodness that I liked. Um, it, it's nice to see Dick kind of really like solidified as like Nightwing is a leading character. It's not Dick having to become Batman. It's that, that the pressure of the cow doesn't really exist anymore for Dick. It's like Nightwing is his own man, and I really enjoy that. Um, and this whole mentorship that the, that Nightwing and, and John Kent have been having throughout Nightwing, throughout Super, Superman, even in this, um, is really nice. Uh, and it's probably one of my favorite things going on in DC right now. So honestly, out of all the stories in this one, this is probably my favorite one.
3: This This was the first one that introduced that concept of yeah you know they're just they're we're hoping they're gonna come back and you know it happens all the time and that really rubbed me the wrong way because this uh similar to when we read um the like the prelude to this and I, i kind of felt like oh they're just like the death of the justice league it just happened right this is continuing that feeling and it doesn't feel like there's weight to these things and it doesn't matter and I like, why, why care?
1: It, it feels like DC t- asking you to care. N-
3: not even, cause they're, <laughs> they're telling you like, don't worry about it. It'll, it'll, like, no, 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 DC is John. Oh,
1: I, I we're Nightwing. It. Nightwing sure. is absolutely the reader oh, going, Oh, yeah. eh, what's the big deal? Yeah.
3: <laughs> and, and that's how I felt. That's how I felt in this issue and t- uh, this, at least chapter of it, uh, until it continues to get repeated where this rubbed me the wrong way to start. And it wasn't until I I guess maybe I got brainwashed or just like they kept saying it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess they'll just come back and maybe I should care. Um, But that that didn't entice me to want to read the rest of this. Because if that's how they're going to treat it, if they're going to treat that so cavalier, then why am I going to invest?
2: When you say the rest of this, do you mean the rest of this issue or just the event entirely?
3: No, the rest of this, well, the rest of this issue in terms of they keep mentioning that like, They'll come back and whatnot and like, don't worry, uh, but not interest me to continue the rest of this event. Gotcha. So they're trying to make fetch happen,
2: but it's not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm in complete agreement. <clears throat> I mean, Dark Crisis is starting next week and you know, I'm not like feeling that hyped. I really was. I mean, you guys remember I was hot for this. Yeah. Um. And you know, it's it's my pal's pull this week. Um, so I'm still looking forward to it. It's but a tough pull.
2: <laughs> Spoiler, Sean Jeez.
0: Like, I know, I know. But um this this issue in general and this story in particular didn't do much to get me going for it. Like mm-hmm. I don't get how Nightwing could feel that way. You yeah. know, th- like that doesn't connect with me as a human being you cannot be that jaded to where you're just like yeah people Mm -hmm. just die um i don't i don't buy that not when your father the only like father figure you've had since you were a teenager is dead and you don't even know if you can do anything about it um some of the greatest people to ever walk earth are dead and you're cool with that like you're just gonna move on from that i don't know i don't know
1: I don't know it does make sense to me from dick because he's the oldest teenager in dc right Mm. like he he saw everyone else around him and his family die well before bruce ever did die and come back
3: yeah but but if they're gonna make the read i think you're right if they're gonna make the reader care though then add try to add some of that emotional weight don't just I don't know, disassociate, because that's what I'm going to do from this comic, is disassociate. I don't know, know, man. They only had, what, five I've been doing a lot of that, Marco. Oh, oh, that's where you're at? Yeah, uh
0: uh-huh.
3: Yep. Okay.
0: That's hilarious. Uh, C.W. Gordon says, throwing Alfred in as someone who won't come back was a real gut punch. Yeah, I think that was definitely done for emotional effect more than anything, because I have no doubt in my mind that Alfred will come back. It'll be absurd if they didn't yeah yeah uh but yeah that that definitely hurt to see sultan of swing says he's a man he's 40 <laughs> he is forty. <laughs> i mean Good yeah point. like come on yeah is he 40 canonically no no just you know
1: that's a tight ass for a forty year old i think he's <laughs> early Jeez. 30s he's probably roughly our age
0: yeah yeah that that that's reasonable um Yeah, I think my feelings about this story, as Marco, you know, eloquently said, are kind of like a microcosm of how I feel about the rest of this issue. I don't want to like go over each individual story, um, but if there are specific things you want to count, call out. um, The Flash one has a pretty cool page where the two Flashes are running around and like I'll, I'll show it. Um, the numbers, yeah, the numbers huh. uh, is really cool. It's very, Wonder very. Why you bit. like
2: that one, Sean? Could it be that you know, it's
0: uh, <laughs> Giganta as the the villain on that one? Huh? I'm not a fan of Giganta, actually. Giant redheaded woman? No. Nah. Oh, I mean, you're, look at look the big steppers. Look at her steppers. Right <laughs> Can we do it right now? Can yeah, you look f- at those? those are, I don't have a slide
1: for it. Look but, at yeah. that fucking cheese grater on her abs.
0: Um yeah, that's not I don't know, that doesn't really do it for me. I'm not uh You sure? Look at, that, look
3: at that next page, she's all tied up. You're not gonna doesn't
0: <laughs> nah.
1: oh boy, oh boy. On, let's go back and talk about her big steppers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um and and this was it was a cute story. I, I didn't I didn't have any issue with it by any means. Nice to get introduced to Jeremy Adams, who I thought did a good job on the script, but you know, typical fare for a story like this the art was pretty cool
1: yeah i I wasn't crazy about the art
0: all
2: right me neither yeah what about it i was getting uh uh, webcomic i don't mean that pejorative
1: literally what i was about to say yeah i don't mean it
2: pejoratively either just like not what i expect a dc um event book to be like sure that
1: that uh fourth panel where wally and and like, Wally, I guess, are running away from the tied-up Giganta looks... I'll be running off. towards it. It looks silly.
3: Oh, oh, like, like he's like with his weird open stance of... Ah, oh, weird. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I got it.
2: Um, out of the stories, I think there's one story. That I didn't care much for the story, but um, the Clayton Henry art in the Nocturna uh, Stephanie mm. Brown Batgirl one was pretty good. Oh, yes. Um, it, it was... Uh, and... and there's one way to sucker me into a book is show me a splash page of supervillains where I have to play. Guess who? Yeah. <laughs> because, Oh, I love that shit. Like, Oh, this one's got Prometheus Dollmaker, Uh, uh, what else? Gentleman ghost is on here. Melter flamingo in there, man. Yeah. Oh, I love that kind of shit. Um, is that, um, what's his face? Uh, Dr. Destiny as well too, from, uh, yeah, my favorite Sandman story. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, right. Uh, right below Dollmaker and Prometheus. Like I'm saying that. Like you can just pick those two guys out. <laughs> <laughs> like me
0: specifically.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, I love that kind of stuff.
3: I, I really like the uh, the Priya, the Philip Kelly Johnson one, where he's just like walking mm. around in the snow. The art on that, Leila De Luca. Okay. Oof. She good. Beautiful. She's oh
0: amazing. Yeah. That was nuts. Yeah. Um. I never read crisis on infinite earths so i'm sad to say um i know i know maybe we should do I, it i'd maybe give you should. that as
2: a pals poll but like that's torture for yeah <laughs> that's, that's homework a big one that's yeah, yeah that's, a, that's, a fucking, that's a textbook might
1: as well, might as well read the encyclopedia
2: <laughs> I, I would consider it like almost required reading though
0: oh yeah i agree yeah. i uh i don't know how this happened i don't know how i got to this point without having read it but it just kind of worked out that way know,
2: patrons can vote on that one i guess
0: yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, Philip Kennedy Johnson, I feel like I have done myself a disservice by not reading action comics, and I'm going to be rectifying that really soon, but the pariah story here, I don't know who he is, but I got the gist, and that was real good.
3: Mm-hmm. I fell for him. No idea who he was. I fell for him. Yep. Honestly,
2: I. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say if you read Christ of the Infinite Earths, you don't really know who he is either. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> I checked out at this point. Yeah. Like, and it's it's funny because I did actually enjoy the uh, Aquaman and Green Lantern story. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. I just checked out and didn't know, didn't quite recognize this guy. And then by the time I started to realize what was going on, I was too far off and it just, it was all just too much and i wasn't here for it
3: this was the only one that felt like it would tie into something later where the other ones kind of just felt like one-off stories and Mm -hmm. you know Uh, adventures of but this one actually felt like oh this is gonna play out somewhere
0: this is relevant
3: yeah exactly yeah
0: that uh jordi belair on the colors there for that one
3: by the way
2: always good i gotta say um, I do like the strange teaming of Hal Jordan and uh, Jackson Jackson Hyde, who's his name, uh, Aquaman, Yeah. Uh, formerly Aqualad, because it's like, I feel like uh, uh, Hal Jordan's like the the almost offensively straight dude <laughs> that would just ask, he, like, he would just be like, hey, I got a gay question for you, like that, one of those kind of straight dudes, you know, and like Aquaman would just be like, oh, God, this guy again, you know, like.
3: <laughs> Aquaman's just like, you need a question? Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's how I read Hal Jordan, you know. That that was uh, by Chuck Brown on the script. I gotta tell you, I looked at that really fast. I thought that she said Chris Brown. <laughs> I was like what? Oh boy! <laughs> hey, what career change. Chris Brown writing a story called Survivors for DC. <laughs> um, Fico Alcio <laughs> o- 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 on the art. Um, Sebastian Chen on the colors on that one. Um, yeah, cute story. Um. The uh the because the night one that you guys referenced a little earlier, uh was the Stephanie Phillips one with Clayton Henry. Yeah. Um yo, that was Natalia Alghul. Am I crazy? Uh it's Nocturna. Yeah. It's not it's- her.
1: Yeah, it's Natalia.
0: Okay. Natalia. Yeah. Right. Okay. Who is Yeah, and then you it's- are crazy. Right, yeah, I got it. I yeah. got it. It's it's, it's
1: uh,
2: Nocturna. She just likes the night. She's like, well, she was actually one of the main characters of the last Suicide Squad run. Um, so, yeah. Well, I
0: like her. Um,
2: yep, yep, that yeah. tracks.
0: Does she have gloves? Did I miss something? No gloves. No gloves. Okay. Deep black hair. Also,
2: um, a Firefly making an appearance here. They're really seeding that. They're like, oh, we know this guy's going to be a, this guy got Brendan yeah. Fraser coming up. Can we put him yeah. in a book, please? Yep. Please. This is the most I've seen Firefly speak in a comic in my history of reading comic books. Yep. Um, yeah. Um. Ah, uh, pass.
3: Ooh, a rare pass from Sean. Yeah. 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 Aligned,
2: pass. I, I would say pass as well.
0: I I, I didn't. I wasn't mad at it. It's fine, but I just don't think there's a reason to spend what is this, what is the cost of this? Six bucks. I don't think there's reason to spend six bucks Ugh. on you know assorted stories that are yeah. loosely gonna give you an idea. They don't even really give you an idea of where these characters are going in the future, and it's not really that interesting. Um, real quick, before we get on to the next book, I did want to show off something. I decided to uh, do a depression buy. Oh, love that. And, oh, yeah. Nice. And I've been doing so, a lot of
3: that. Are we going to print a depression?
2: <laughs> no. We do a comic book podcast, Marco. I thought we were all on the same page here. We <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I've been hearing a lot about this book, a lot of great stuff. Someone on our YouTube page, I'm sorry I can't remember your name, uh, said that they thought I would really like it. And so I said, you know what? The new hardcover's out. I'm gonna splurge a little and pick it up. I got the fire power. Oh, oh, oh. Oh.
1: Yeah. Hold up! Is that a hardcover? Nice. What is that? Oh, oh, that's
0: the deluxe motherfucker. Wow,
1: that's
3: massive.
0: Yeah. Oh shit, yo, that's Sean. That's real nice. How much? Fifteen, 15 bucks.
1: <sighs> that's ah, that's, that's Chris Omni though. That's, not, that's good. That's Chris for, for me, a depression buy, if I'm lucky, is a pack of Pokemon cards. <laughs> <laughs> well, I asked, obviously, asked Sean's wife. just in a deeper depression, I guess. <laughs> well, I asked my wife if I could get like a, a bigger pack. You know, like a triple pack or whatever, and she went, "How much is it?" I said, "Oh, it's like ten bucks, but you get like the coin and stuff." And she went, "There we go. Yep, uh-huh.
2: you get the pin too." You, can you
1: not? Uh, like, I only have the, one, uh, uh, the. I only booster. have the
2: prelude uh, graphic novel, which was the uh, graphic yeah. novel that leads into the issue one of the series. Okay. Yeah.
0: I think. Yeah. I don't know if this includes that. I'm not all the way sure, but. Um, can, I put, show can I put my dong on
2: screen? Can I put my dong on screen?
0: You cannot put your crit- dong on screen.
2: Uh, yeah, what? I got my Chris Chris Somni art on my uh, arm here, so it says it says ding, but it looks like dong because my arm stretched out. So
0: you have a dick on your arm?
2: Uh, well, no, no, I do have a hogger on my arm though. Right. Got a big yeah. old hog on my arm. Big well, old so.
0: hog, yeah, yeah. yep. <laughs> uh, CW Gordon says in reference to Justice League: World of Dark Crisis. Should have squeezed some of these into the free comic book exactly. day issue. That's what a free comic book day yeah. issue is for. Hmm. You should have to pay $6.99 yep. $6. yep. or $5.99 for those stories. Uh, let's move on to Nice House on the Lake number nine. Uh, you know, of course, this is a book we've been following literally since the first issue. This is nine of 12. So we're almost done. James Tinian, the writer, Alvaro Mart- Martinez Bueno on art. Uh, Jordi Belair does the colors and world design on letters um, so this book is coming to an end. And I still don't feel that way. I thought this was the best issue in a couple. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed this one. Um heavy lost vibes for me, like just really giving me that feeling of, you know. There's the surface, what's going on, and then there's the underneath stuff that, like, you're not all the way sure what we're really even looking at, and you know the characters are going to start to get closer to the truth of things, and it's just that that heartbeat moment, you know, where you're like, oh my god, it's the last ten minutes of the episode, what the hell's going to happen at the end of the season? Kind of feels like that, but without some of the intensity and kind of answers that I feel like we need, considering this is about to be over.
2: This is, millennial lost is, it, is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, I actually put it when I, when I when you put it that way. It's like, yeah, I don't want fucking like this. It's,
3: yeah. It's good stuff, yeah. man. I, I feel I feel that exactly, Sean. Uh, this this I think to me was probably the best issue in a, in a while. This was my book pick of the week. Yeah, me too. Um, and I think, it it seeds enough that it got me really excited, especially the the last two pages um, for what's coming next, because I think we're right in that sweet spot where uh, we know the next two issues are probably gonna be like this big reveal and you know, stuff happens and we really get context and then a nice conclusion into issue 12. Uh, I was sort of comparing this to how I felt about Swamp Thing as it got into the end. Like these aren't two totally different wavelengths where it was Swamp Thing was like the very last issue or the second to last issue just felt like where we would be in this place right now where there's still answers, there's still threads, there's still things that are hanging. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this was like, hey, no, I've paced this out so that we're gonna hit a a climax right now and we're leading into it and we're gonna come out smooth. Um, So this was a a tight issue for me. I had a lot of fun. I thought the art was, the colors were were different compared to some of the stuff that I feel like we'd seen Um, especially when we first turn into the uh, like after the the intro page where it's all like red usually but this was the first one where I feel like he hasn't used um, these overall like washes I feel like there's usually this orange hue but this was a bit um, uh, this was a bit kind of subdued and we just saw this really clean green colors like clean and Um, had fun with it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You had fun. Um, I don't like acupuncture, so that freaked me out. Um, (laughs) 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 uh, was not a fan of, I don't like needles, um, except on my dong when I got it. But yeah, Marco, I'm in, I'm in the kind of the same boat here. Um, this feels like it's going where it's supposed to go at the right time.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, where a lot of the books that, you know, like, oh, this is a season or, oh, this is an ongoing kind of feel like they're treading water because they don't really know when the end is. This is always going to be 12 issues, except in the winter when it was like, oh, what's going to happen? Um, uh, yeah. But now that we're back on track, it's like, OK, this this makes sense. Um, art is stellar, as always. And, and I, you say you think we're going to get answers like I would be OK with like not getting answers. Like, I think for me, the, the crux of this book is, is uh, the friends regaining control. And I think at the end, it means that they all, they all die. Um, that's where I feel like this is going. Um, but, like, if that's the case and we never found out exactly what happened, like, I, I'd kind of be okay with that. Because this has been a very um, person-focused. It's, it's focused on the people, really. Every issue is a new POV, um, and that's where my investment is. So, um, yeah, I'm digging it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for, uh, to see where, where he takes it towards the end.
0: So my thing is that while you're right, the story is absolutely not about what happened. There's always a risk that you run, and I, I think it's probably more than a risk. I think it's a certainty with a story that has some type of unanswered question, um, where not answering that can, in the minds of audiences, take away from the story. Um, I don't know where I'm at yet with that. Obviously with Lost, there were a lot of people who were unhappy with the unanswered questions by the end. I don't count Mm -hmm. myself among them, really. So, we'll see how where I end up with this right now. The story is so good. I'm not trying to predict where it's gonna go, and I'm not trying to have theories, which is abnormal for me. Um, I'm really comfortable month to month just letting James Tinian tell his story and let that be what it is.
1: yeah, I think this series too, as opposed to lost is you know it's so limited that. I think, even if it leaves us with some questions, it probably won't be that big a deal, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it will answer what it's set up
0: really well, yeah, there has to be some kind of a resolution, yeah, you know, um, and so that whether that's effective or not is really what I'm interested in more than does it answer all my questions?
3: Yeah. I have faith in, in Tinian at this point.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh easy pull. If you're if you're here, you know, you kind of know how you feel by now, but yeah, easy pull. Book of the week, I think. Easy. Not my book of the yeah. week, but I would agree. Pull. Let's talk about uh the second of Tinian's offerings, a new number one, uh the closet number one by uh james tinian gavin fullerton colors by chris o'halloran letters by tom napolitano um i had a pretty decent idea of what to expect from this considering uh what tinian had said about it in the past and it was what i thought it would be but it also wasn't what i expected and i mean that in a in the best way i really 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 enjoyed this um So, briskly, The Closet is a very small story right now about a broken marriage that's falling apart and a child who's afraid of what's in the closet. And there's so much more to it than that and really nothing more to it than that. Tinian's getting so good. I mean, he's already great, but, like, it's just, I don't know, to me, this was masterwork getting me to care so easily
2: i'll be honest before we got to the closet this shit was hitting a little close to home (laughs) yeah um yeah so i mean i i like i I did not really do any research on what this was um but uh, i was like oh this is just gonna be i don't know uh uh the other end of monsters inc like it's just the the idea that was in my head like oh this is the horror end we don't see the fun side uh, but, no, it was a really, um, fuck, Tinian again, making it about the people in the story. Um, and we, 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 get, we sit down with um, this guy at a bar, talking to a bartender. And, like, within, like, three pages, I understand who this guy is yep. and what he's going yeah. through and his motivations or lack thereof, honestly. Um, which, uh, the way Tinian can do that is just so damn good. Um, he, he gets people in a way that I don't think most writers do.
3: Um, he, he delays them. like he he writes them as if they're they're hesitant and yeah, they're uh, they're not ready to do the next thing.
2: None of his characters are ever really heroes. They're mm. normal. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it doesn't matter what he's writing. It's like they're all still like they're flawed. Um, they're stuck usually in some kind of way. Um, which I think everyone is. So I think that, that lends to its human nature to it. Um, and then once we get to the closet in this, it gets fucking creepy. Yeah. Um, it, it, or, there's this weird thing in the closet that, that looks like, um, I don't know if you guys ever played the Witcher three. Um, it's like a no. creepy little bog baby.
1: Oh, what um, that is that? Bog baby. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> I didn't like
2: it, but I liked it. You know, um, yeah no I had a I had a really good time with this uh, and the uh, uh, Fullerton was on art right um, yeah it, um, yeah it reminds me of oh uh, who was the artist on Shanghai Red if you guys remember that book
3: uh, Hicks and Joshua Hicks yeah it, uh, yeah, it, yeah it's
2: kind of a it's kind nice. of in that kind of um, much more flatter vein cartoony. but cartoony yeah yeah that's what I was gonna say um, it, it 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 kind of toes the line between. Cartoony, comic booky, but also like realistic. Um, everyone kind of has their own face too. I I, I really enjoyed this, um, and it's funny. Until up, up until last week, I had no idea this book was coming out. Um, so it's, it's been a nice surprise to me.
3: This is this is a good sweet spot for where I like my art cross sections. Um, I love mm-hmm. the art on this, uh, and yeah, agreed. I think the story uh as much as it sets up this character um the way that then that those failings in the in the marriage show immediately they also then show how they're neglecting their kid and that hit hard uh that they're they're like the 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 bartender says the, the biggest thing you can do is just treat it as treat the fear as if it's real and they're not even treating the kid as if he's, like, there, right? They're, there's the moment where they, they lay him to bed and turn around, and then you're just arguing. The, the child doesn't exist. He's, he's put to bed. He's done, right? And, and that, that's the biggest, that's the fullest extent of their worry at that point.
0: I think I'm changing my pick of the week. Oh, damn. <laughs> <Is> Has <that, laughs> this my, ever my, happened mid-show? It's my just, my pick oh, yeah. of the week is James Tinian. Like, oh, okay. whatever. Yep. All right. And and Gavin Fullerton and all the artists between both of these books. This is damn good. It really is. And it's a horror book, and you know, they're gonna get to that. There's basically the horror of this comic book is in the domestic situation that they're in. Yelled at by (laughs) your wife, yeah. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) listen. No,
2: let's keep going, guys. Um, Let's keep going. Let's go. Yeah. Don't bring attention to my new background.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Tyler's living a new life. All um, right. Never mind. Let's, let's keep going. Uh, camera there,
3: Tyler? Uh,
2: no, no. It's lucked out. Another room. Yeah,
0: Yeah, pull it. I think if you like horror books, if you like comics that have a, you know, very like personal bent to them, mm. this will absolutely be up your alley. Uh, let's oh, pull for everybody. I assume, right? Absolutely,
1: yep.
3: yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, let's 10%. get on to yeah. so. Let me tell the story real quick of, of why we're reviewing a righteous thirst for vengeance number, please. Eight. All right, <laughs> so <laughs> Kale and I mm. reviewed righteous thirst for vengeance issues one, two, and three. I believe, I think so. Yeah, yeah, and
1: uh, quickly, sorry. Have you read? Have you read it since then?
0: Yes, I have. Oh, you have, okay. So that for whatever reason that the review we did for one of those issues has gotten a lot of comments and views, and one of the, the basically they all said that KL and I missed the mark, um, and I think I missed it more in their eyes than killed them. Um,
1: hmm. that listen, that sounds right.
0: Fair <laughs> enough. So one of them asked if for us to, to take another look at the book, to give it another chance. And I said, you know what? Yeah, we should do that. Why not? Why not? So whoever that was, whatever commenter that was, and anyone who disagreed with our thoughts, this review is for you. We're returning to the book to give it you know, a, a, a second chance. And I want to say that I did read three through eight. So I read what I missed. The one, the the last review we did, the one I everything I missed, and this one to prepare. So, I have completely turned the corner on this book. Ooh, there we go.
3: Interesting. One hundred
0: percent.
1: There we go. All right. Chat,
3: chat. Has anyone else been keeping up with this?
1: That's funny because I, even after reading this, I was like, I haven't caught up. Okay. I'm still a bit like, okay. <laughs> This. I, I, sorry, I I
3: read this and I'm like, oh wait, I need to go back.
0: This was the most brutal comic book I think I've ever read. Um, in a way that somehow doesn't exactly feel torture porny. It doesn't feel like violence like for a, violence's sake.
2: Not like a Jim Rugg variant cover.
3: <laughs> or an Ed Pisker
0: book. <laughs> right. Uh, the, there's a lot of violence, a lot of blood. I'm not even going to show any amount of this comic, uh, on the screen, but it's bad, brutally bad in terms of the violence. And yet, if you've been reading the book, it feels like exactly what is warranted. Mm-hmm.
2: I, so context for me, cause I was not on those previous image review shows on Saturdays. Um. I have been reading every issue every week it's come out. Oh, nice. Um, I will follow Rick Remender uh, anywhere he writes. And I love Andre Lee Malrajo. Um Great artist. So once I heard these two were on a book, uh, I was in No Matter What. And it is a different Rick Remender book, I must say. It is not... Um, like when I think of Rick Remender, I think of... Big sci fi fantasy epics, you know. You know, like uh, Seven to Eternity, Black Science, um, even uh, Un- Uncanny Avengers. Low, yeah. Like, that's the shit I do like. This is very slow. This is a book that is almost like a grindhouse movie, um, it's very grounded. Um, barely any dialogue throughout the entirety of the series so far the dialogue that's been there has been purposeful Uh, and i would say that's what this book is it's purposeful everything it does is for a reason Um, yeah yeah and it is violent as shit like where like tarantino can be like overly violent to the point where it gets goofy, you know, like I'm thinking like Django Unchained where, you know, there's the the, the, the blood uh, packets just splattering everywhere for shots that weren't even aimed in that direction where it was like cheesy. This is um, <laughs> really graphic. Uh, uh, I will say that uh, there is some child violence in this. So uh, proceed with caution um, if you want to get into that. Um, if you want to
0: get into that,
2: well, I mean, like, there there should be going on in the real world, Sean. You know, so, <laughs> um, but like, just just it's not on page; it's off page. But yeah, um, it, um, I I like it. I like how our main character, um, I don't even know his name to be honest. Sunny. Yeah, he's frumpy. He's way in over his head, a hundred percent. I like. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he looks almost like like Wong. Uh, he's Benedict, Benedict. He's Benedict Wong. Benedict he Wong, absolutely yeah.
0: is. Yeah, he absolutely is. Um,
2: I think uh, he looks more like the guy who plays um uh uh, uh shit. It was, the, it was the Eternal? He was also in a uh, uh, last yeah, train to
0: to Busan. Uh, whatever. But um, but Benedict Wong was in the Deadly Class show. Oh true. Underrated show headmaster. by the way. I really like that show. I I'm with you. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. Thought it was great.
2: Um I I'm, I'm loving the series, man. And it is flying under people's radar because it is not a bombastic epic. Um but I feel like once it's done like people this would be like a good thing to like recommend people as like a a good if you want just like a It's not even noir, it's just like violent crime grindhouse book. Hmm. The
1: the
3: art I think for me stood out in this uh, issue. I feel like when um, I think I was on maybe the first or second review of it, but the the moments here, like the background colors, I think Chris O'Halloran is on the colors here. Uh, He does great work. And in particular, when we see our our antagonist here take the glass and start to shove it into uh, Benedict Wong's face and the background colors go from this pale to yellow to red and then we turn the page and it's just this combination this like jigsaw puzzle of reds and oranges and bright yellows and deep browns and uh, i'm like oh shit like that that knocked me out um and it was all just done literally through the colors and the art uh and and that was the moment where i'm like oh damn i think i need to catch up on this book and this is what maybe 10 pages in never going there's to
0: there's a moment where the m lookalike stabs Wong in the face with glass mm-hmm. and the, the panel sequencing is, you know, he's stabbed in the face with glass. That sucks. It gets closer on that. Now there's blood. It gets closer on that. Now the background's red as Wong is just dripping blood from his face and it's brutal you know and it's and it's horrific and then what follows is a sequence of him just getting stabbed with glass Mm. um you know i had and i think kale had the thought that this felt like a movie pitch in comic form Mm. and i don't know that i disagree with that perspective even now but i will say that this in my mind i was wrong about um my opinion i just i didn't have the right perspective. It's just how I felt at the time. For whatever reason, I can't explain it. My, my opinion that this wasn't good. I just, I don't stand by it. Um, this is excellent. And I could see this being translated into other media, but it's earned its stripes as a comic in my mind. Cool. Uh,
3: Sean, from issue three, I think that was where he meets like the girl in the house or something. Uh, with, yeah. the, with the, this other assassin guy.
0: Yeah,
3: how in in all that time, does that like is it taking us to get to this point, like to find out who this guy is? Because I feel like he he this Eminem dude looks familiar. Yeah, he, first in, of all, it's Jude
2: Law. This is really Jude Law if we're looking at it correctly. But
0: yeah, uh yeah he's in he's in several prior issues. He's hunting uh the kid and he's hunting. The mom and uh, Benedict Wong, um, for whatever reason, um, a lot. There's a lot that happens, but not that much that happens. Like I'm not gonna do this, but I could explain it to you in like a like two minutes. Sure. But um, I think people should go read it. I really do. I think you should read mm-hmm. it. I think you would like it if you like this. Um, it's good. Uh, yeah.
3: I love this. It was quick pace too. Um, I felt like I breezed through it, but I got a lot. Uh, I think particularly because of just the sequences of violence. Um, Yeah. But this was good stuff. This would have been my pick of the week.
0: On a lot of other weeks. Last week, this would have been my pick of the week. Absolutely. so It was mine. This was mine, yeah. Okay. There you go. And the Patreon pal pick of the week, Super Freaks number one. This is something that I swear I would never buy if it weren't for one menace, the former Mind Master, the current Mind Master, Mind Melter, rather, um, Matt Murphy. This is a Savage Dragon tribute comic done by the podcasters who do the fit Savage Fincast, which has been going for 10 years. Mild. That's what we all read. We did. <laughs> <laughs> it, this is li- the literal first time that I've ever read a Savage Dragon comic. Yeah. And I have regrets in my life now.
1: Really? <laughs> um, yeah. hmm. I Wait, fucked hold on. This. What did you get out of it? Because, Marco.
3: Me? I got, uh, I don't know, there's like parody here. It's just that, that's that's mostly what I got. It was just parody. And uh, I think the art is I can only assume translations of the actual art. And so I it's, it's a play on felt very and like, stuff, like, yeah, like underground comics with an x kind of style. The uh, from the first story, honestly, the things that stuck out to me were the nipples.
1: There's um, A lot. Uh, there's All A right.
3: lot. And, and I'm, I'm assuming that that's like a joke. At some point because other stories here and then i don't know if the man himself is in the chat but uh, it feels uh, like he's, he's gonna have to watch later it's his mom's birthday so he's, uh, he's out
2: okay. right now yeah but
3: uh, but they, they're prevalent and i wonder if that's like a bit that gets done and then also the the wife here consistently changes uh which again feels like a bit I, I, got, I got mostly comedy from this.
2: I enjoyed this um, because, so I'm not a, um, so Craig and Philly in the chat says, it's a hard review for non-fans, lots of in-jokes. Yeah, so I'm not a non-fan. I've, I can count the amount of issues I've read, but I've gotten a lot through osmosis from, from Matt, um, who is a fan. Uh, He wanted me to say, love those Fincast boys, um, since he couldn't. Um, But uh, so Savage Dragon is a uh, book going on since the 90s that has been progressing in time the same way our time goes by. Um, And uh, this jumps around throughout the history of Savage Dragon. It has in jokes where it's like, oh, this story happened between issues. You know, that's that's them doing that and i actually believe this book was going to be published as just like a fanzine um before i think larson got involved and said all right why don't we just do it through image instead um from what i remember um which is fucking awesome and you know grats the fincast guys so that's by Um, far
1: the coolest thing about this oh
2: there's others i so (laughs) the Time I've read Savage Dragon has been more of the modern stuff, um, with it with the uh, Savage Dragon's son. I believe his son is Malcolm. Malcolm. I could be wrong there. Um, and that that is where it gets confusing in this because I think it does jump around to different Savage Dragons, um, and it's only like if you know, you know, sort of thing. Um, but the stuff I've read has been in Eric Larson's uh, very horny phase. Um, we're in COVID phase, Eric Larson, or like post-Trump COVID phase, Eric Larson, Savage Dragon currently. Um, pre-2016, or, or I would say maybe 2019 before, it was very horny, um, which is why the second tr- story in this, second or third, um, with uh, Savage Dragon's wife is what really, I, w- I was like, yeah, this is, this is what I remember reading. This is the kind of energy I remember, Or it's just violent. In horny as shit. Um, we get a, I think this is a, a comics pals first. A pegging scene in, in, in a comic, I
3: think. Oh, no, no, no. I've been on this podcast for like five years. No, no.
2: <laughs> I said a scene, not somebody oh, who's done sorry, it. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> hey, I don't think so.
1: I could be wrong.
2: Has there been pegging on this podcast before?
1: Uh, Sean, can you confirm? Not
0: to my knowledge. Okay. All right. All right.
1: Yeah, I can't, I mean, I can't confirm, but I, f-
0: can you confirm?
1: So. Well
3: can't
0: really peg that hole. Wow. All right. So um, Craig and Philly, first time chat. Uh, thank you, by the way. Appreciate you joining. How'd you find us? Uh, says Super Freaks was originally just supposed to be a self-published bootleg franchise. Uh, fanzine, rather, to celebrate yep. 10 years of Savage, Savage Fincast podcast. It was going to be given out as a listener prize for those who wrote in. When it was shown to Larson, he loved it and offered to print it at Image. That's awesome. And,
2: and I think the, the thing that sticks out to me most about this is fun. Yeah. Like, it feels like people making something that really love it. Um, and they love something that most people might have trouble loving. <laughs> uh, and it, it is like a love letter to this weird, fucking weird, only comic book thing. Um, and that's why I enjoyed this, you know, uh, would I prefer it in color? Probably. Um, uh, I felt some of the art kind of got a little, uh, confusing without the color. Um, I couldn't tell uh, you
0: what was happening in that yeah. first story.
3: That was rough. Uh,
2: I just, I prefer books in color. That's just my, my thing. Um, I'm not colorblind. I like to, uh, uh, imbibe on the color, uh, Shout out is, to all the colorblind people, but yeah, what the hell? Is
3: it usually <laughs> in color, Tyler? Uh,
2: I believe so. I remember there being a cum waterfall that was in color. Um, me? <laughs> uh, yeah, that is an issue I read on my previous podcast where uh, there is a sex scene and literally there's cum dripping and pouring. I, I told you, shit gets horny. Um, which is funny because it's not a horn; it's a fin. Um but like it, it it's it's they tackle that phase. They tackle the uh this the early what I what I imagine early Savage Dragon is just crazy batshit superhero stuff, uh, which is fun. Um, oh, Craig and Philly, I wrote a story and put it together. Heard you were reviewing it, love the feedback, good and bad.
0: Oh, oh my awesome. goodness. Well well yeah. welcome. That's awesome. Thank you for
2: joining. Um I, I thought it was contagious, is how I felt about this. Not like post COVID savage dragon contagious like just like fun contagious that's why i liked it
0: i i don't i don't know literally anything about savage dragon (laughs) um so the context of literally every single thing that you said is lost on me um (laughs) i did get a kick (laughs) i got a kick out of the panel of the one superhero like Webbing people up. I'm oh, sure you I knew yeah. would like that. The more uh,
2: anatomically accurate uh, spider uh, power. That was remarkable.
0: Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, when has oh. this ever?
2: <laughs> when and, has and it's it's ever funny, happened before? That that I believe, and I've not read Savage Dragon, but I think I might have gotten an in joke. Um, was a direct panel by panel recreation of I think it's Ant Flow. Oh which is a character who shoots period blood, from what I remember. (laughs) Thanks. Okay. Um, Yeah, yeah. I I, I could be misremembering that, but that's how I was reading it. Does this, I got a question, because obviously this is not something you have familiarity with. Heavy flow, yes, Craig, heavy flow, yeah. Um, Would this, if I can get somebody out of retirement to talk about, a volume of this would you be interested
1: a volume of savage dragon or a volume of super freaks
2: uh no savage dragon savage dragon specifically no. yeah um yeah yeah i would do that
1: I would i would do that for something yeah yeah okay i'd be interested yeah i would do
2: i live near him me. now so i can maybe force him
0: so. <laughs> uh congratulations craig on you know, getting a book published through image. I don't know the rest of your comics career, but that's, you know, amazing. It's rad,
1: dude. Um, Hopefully it's a start.
0: Yeah, Craig, absolutely. Craig, I, I read this last out of my stack so far and I was like, yeah, that was a fun way to end it. <laughs> and that was, yeah. and that was a part of it for me too, because we read the uh, justice league book today. Yeah. And so I read two books that were like kind of lengthy and both had multiple stories So by the time I got to this, I was kind of exhausted by that
2: process. (laughs) You're like, I want to watch a TV show instead. (laughs)
0: Let me read Um, a a dictionary. I would say this is an easy pull if you are a fan of Savage Dragon. But if you're not, I don't know what you would get out of it. Um, It's it's not meant for people that aren't fans of it. So I don't, you know, if if you're into that, if you're into Savage Dragon, I'm sure this is great for you, like Tyler laid out. Um, And In that case, yeah, absolutely cool.
2: Um, I think Savage Dragon's back next, or or this month too, so uh, you know. Good timing. Ooh, ooh, might be the book to pick up? Is Spawn uh,
3: the Spawn event ending?
0: (laughs) There was a Spawn event? I think he means, like, on our show. Yeah. Yeah. Spawn mania. (laughs) This Um,
3: genuinely interested me to want to pick up, like, just... <laughs> old stuff and like alright I, I now now that I have a lot of these things laid out I'm like where's the source like what wh- where are people pulling this from in order to get this stuff because a lot of this is just irreverent fun and if that's what the book that's what Savage Dragon is about then dude I might be on board
2: it can, it can be honestly Marco uh, I think it's down your alley dude you know, from what is. I yeah, from absolutely. what I know um, I think it's down your alley to be honest Every, I like tangentially knowing about all kinds of comic things. So, like, I don't know if it's really really my thing. I think there are parts of it that can be my thing. It's it's your thing though, Marco.
3: Every time that uh, Matt tweets something, I'm like, oh, seven like three of those books that he just put up, I would read, and I'm like, I'm we're same person, different vibe.
2: I don't want to insult you and say you have a similar taste, but um, come you know. on, of course they do. <laughs> <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> uh, here's here's same the difference. Anti. Yeah, here's the
0: difference. Marco doesn't tweet about the anti. He reads.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I keep that I I keep that tucked away.
0: Real quick, does anyone have a favorite story? Mine was last shot. That was the one that I that I liked. Which uh, no surprise I'm, coming from me, with the it. Batman. uh oh, okay. guy. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Um, I already said what my favorite story is. I'll get the title of it. Um the the Good Wife, Maxine Dragon, and the Good Wife was my my favorite story because like. I hate to say it, but like that's the Savage Dragon I've read because it's more recent stuff. I haven't read the, you know, the thirty years of continuity. Although, I got I got the first uh, first collection in my in my cart. Uh, it's been there for a while, um, but I like how it, at least you can say Super Freaks number one could have potentially made a fan out of Marco, and if it made a
0: new Savage Dragon fan,
1: I think it, it did a good worked. job. I guess it, it succeeded, yeah. Job.
0: For a fan, for a fan. Done comic to make new fans for the thing that they love. That's pretty fucking cool. I would so assume that's, that's off.
2: The, the MO. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Um, yeah.
3: I would say mine. Mine was also the one that Tyler shouted out, The Good Wife, but I also liked uh, Tootsie. That was
1: silly. Who
3: in Zoots? <laughs> that's all I heard of my head every time.
0: Did you have one go?
1: Yeah, I think mine might have been the uh, the Flash Gordon. Uh, parody um savage dragon in space oh yeah that
3: was a good one uh,
1: but that was that one was probably because it was like the closest to anything i knew so
0: sultan we are banned from reviewing spawn dude didn't you hear we 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 are not allowed to review spawn anymore that's no longer
2: on the docket. Well, I, I believe that is a cry for help for, for Sultan It's saying, hey, if you don't review it, I don't have to read
0: it anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: To shame you'll have to start reading Savage Dragon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's it for our reviews this week. Um, we do still have, of course, comics tag and pals pulls. So for this week's comics tag, Marco tagged me to read... Cave Carson has a cybernetic eee. eye. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, written by Gerard Way with John Rivera. Uh, Michael Avon Oming did the arts. Uh, the colors were by Nick Filardi. So I avoided this book when it was first coming out because I knew it, I wouldn't like it. The, <laughs> like, the, the, the name alone was enough. Like, oh, this guy's a cybernetic eye. I'm out. <laughs> Name's way too long. I you don't, don't care play as Kano him. in Mortal Kombat, huh? I actually do, but only because his air spin is busted. Um, fair, fair. I just was like, you know what? I see that this is not for me. Let me not do that to myself. Well, Marco did it to me. <laughs> yes. um, You're welcome. And man. I... No, no. I'm not <sighs> welcome. I don't say thank you. Um, I did not like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh i don't know why i mean i get why you would want tyler to read it which makes perfect sense why you chose him the avon oming art was the only thing that i was interested in um oh, wow know, oming is very talented and i enjoyed the uh united states of murder that mm, he mm-hmm. did with bendis um but this was just not this is i don't i didn't even really understand it like i didn't, <laughs> I didn't even care Quite frankly. Uh, but I see that it's offbeat in a way that I get why people would like. It. Kel, you've read this, right? I have. And it's actually the Oming
1: art that I don't like about it. <gasps> wow. No way. I'm a fan of Oming. Yeah. No, I, think, I think there are people that do that style better.
2: Really? Mm-hmm. Or in I a think way, Oming is like me, I guess. Oming, I think, does it. Specifically.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's just his angle of it that, I, just, I don't know, it just doesn't oh, work for me.
2: Oming is like if uh, Darwin Cook was at EDC. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Like, just on uh, Mali, uh, uh, you know. EDC is a is a music festival. Yeah. Electric. It's like a it's sort of festival, you know. Uh, I don't like it's here in the either, States, so. uh, Cal. Well, he wouldn't know. Yeah, no, yeah. he hates America, apparently, so. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have nothing else to say. Like, I get it, I think, but I didn't get it at the same time. So I would not, I, I cannot recommend this, but there's two other people on the book who are on the podcast who clearly do. So,
2: oh, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. I wouldn't <laughs> go so far. <laughs> oh, I thought you liked it. I. It was fine. Um, it was the issue oh. I had with young animal um, being that, like. There are ones that hit, and they hit well. Doom Patrol, Nick Darrington, Jarway. Love that shit.
0: Yeah.
2: Real good. Shade. Um, I think the uh, Mother Panic stuff was good as well.
3: I did not um, like that one.
2: Uh, but then there was, like, Shade, which, like, Shade was like, uh, I can see how it's specifically for a certain type of person, but it wasn't really mm-hmm. for me. I know. Yeah, I could see that. And I feel like Cave Carson was on that same kind of level. Yeah. Or, like, they were, like... um. He reminds me of those books you just pick up at the back of Hot Topic that were collected in three packs and then cellophane. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: You know, it was like Johnny, okay. it would be right next to like an issue of Johnny's The Homicidal Maniac and an Invader Zim <laughs> shirt. Invader Zim, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and which, is, which is, I mean that endearingly, honestly. Um, but like, it just wasn't for me. Um, I, I wish the line were still around though, because mm. that means we could have gotten a, more, a new kind of Doom Patrol sort of thing.
3: Yeah. Um, Damn, okay. All right.
0: All right. Are you guys down for a multi pals tag? Ooh.
2: okay. I don't know how that means we, we do the tag coming up, but sure.
0: I will. I will. I got you. All right. Okay. So my primary tag will be Kale mm. because Kale is the one that I thought of for this. Okay. But. I will also tag Tyler. Umi? Yes. Hmm. And the book is Batman the White Knight. Oh. Ah.
2: The one that's always in Amaranth's uh, uh, Twitch chat.
0: (laughs) What? I don't get it. Oh, it's a different kind of white knighting. Never mind. Okay. All right. Um, So, what I'm asking for is the first issue. Of the main story and the Mr. Freeze special. If you could only read one, I would say read the Mr. Freeze special. Man, I wonder why I would want to read Sean Murphy Batman.
2: <laughs> it's not like I have a Sean Murphy Batman black and white statue hey. that is at my desk all the time. I know he's a yeah, I know he's a controversial character. Ah, uh, whatever. Um, but if there's Murphy, if there's man. If there's one person where I'm like, art's really good though. <laughs> like, hey, sometimes like, it's oh, just it's that hard. It's a problematic happens. fave. There
0: we go. Pro- problematic fave. I think it's the term people say. I uh, stand by these books. I think they're phenomenal. I think they're good they too. get a bad rap. Uh, oh, you've
2: read them, Tyler? Oh, I've read every single thing. I've read Harley. I think Harley's my favorite thing out of all of them. Um, I
0: loved. Oh, Harley. so you're off the tag go. I, oh, I, yeah, I, I mean, wait. I could talk about it still, but yeah, you could talk about it. Marco. All right. Marco, you're in. Hell yeah. Let's dude, go. Tok- Tokyo Ghost, one of my favorite books of all time. Oh, oh yes. dude, I haven't yes. read
3: that
2: yet.
0: Oh, dude. Upcoming book club. If I get if I get to have my. Oh, way. dude, I did this month. Thankfully,
2: anti-capitalistic um, Rick Remender with strong Gordon Murphy on art with. Yeah, and it's also a samurai story. Oh,
0: boy. It's phenomenal. That's the tag. If you guys want to follow along, they'll be reading Batman: The White Knight Number One slash uh, the Victor Freeze special. Victor Von Freeze. I, I don't
2: know if I read the Freeze special. If I
0: if I'm. Hop in. So hop yeah, in. Okay. Read the Freeze right. special. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. it was really really fucking good. So. Okay. Well, um, cool, cool,
2: cool. But we have some uh, new uh, new polls for next week.
0: So yep. I am pulling the
2: return of that Texas blood. Number 14 by I got. Chris Condon uh, and Jacob Phillips. Um, you haven't gotten the transfusion to get that, get rid of that stuff yet?
1: No, why would I?
2: All right. Well, I thought you hated America.
1: Well, I don't hate Texas.
2: Okay. Different, <laughs> different country. Wow.
1: <laughs> we all know they exist outside of that. Oh.
2: Um, no, uh, uh, that Texas blood uh, is so damn good. It's just... Texas it's not even noir it's just like a crime story um with a weird kind of supernatural overtone to it, it it's not it's super it's like lowercase supernatural um that kind of permeates the background um the previous arc was dealt with uh kidnappings and uh a cult uh it was it's it, it, it's good stuff um Wait, and I guess this cult or occult uh and Occult Cult. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm excited for this book to come back. Uh, and then I also picked Poison Ivy number one. Uh, this is by G. Willow Wilson. Um, and uh, art by Marcio Takara, I believe. Uh, yes. Um, which, copy. like, don't even tell me what the book is. And if I see Marcio Takara and G. Willow Wilson, I'm like, I'm probably going to pick up whatever that is. That is, It's a pretty pretty stacked team already. Um, but And there's a Dan Mora cover. So, like, you know... What can I say? The, um, uh,
1: the tagline on that book is incredible.
2: The humanity had its chance thing or the actual... Uh,
1: no, the, it's the uh, a, a hero will risk you to save the world or something, but a villain will risk the world to save you.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. A lot of bearing covers for this too. And, and it's cool seeing you know Poison Ivy, who, who's a character that's kind of been teetering between villain and hero for forever. Um, kind of get a starring role. Um, and this is uh, one of the ways DC is celebrating Pride, so they're leaning into her. You know, I, I believe she's bisexual. Um, Something you know, like that, yeah. She is, she is queer, so um, saying that is uh, would, it's fun.
1: I would love the ultimate end of, like, the Batman story, like, altogether. It's just all of his rogues just kind of gradually turn good, some form of good.
2: It could, yeah, it's only because they've gotten popular because of the Batman rub, yeah, but yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like oh, was, is, huh?
3: was this the Dan Mora cover?
2: Yeah, yeah. The one I haven't stream is Dan Mora cover, nice. um, which, oh, uh, oh, favorite artist in comics currently Dan Mora, I think, maybe. OK, OK. All right, respect. Maybe, it. could be, yeah. Um, uh, Marco. Aquaman Andromeda, number one, by uh, Rom V and oh, Christian Ward. next week?
1: That's yes, next, next week. week. Boy, oh, dude, this is
2: shop. stacked, dude.
3: Christian week Ward, Rom V, and it's Aquaman. Week. That's it. I'm in. I'm in, and just the the overtones of this, I, I like when there's this introduction of a bit more magic, and um, Aquaman, I think it, it really fits, whereas some of the, I think it was... Dan Abbott did, you know, a bit more like the political things. Oh, I love that F. Johns. It was good. It was good. I I I didn't remember how much of it I had read when I reread it uh, like a year back, but um, tight. And I think there are elements that play really well into the character. Uh, This is an oversized book as well. I now work next to a like three blocks away from a midtown comics. I might actually pick this up just oh just to get like I'm gonna.
1: Yeah, I'm going to make my way into town to, to go it, get it.
2: Yeah. It's funny. I will, I will pick up Black Label oversized books. Like uh, Wonder Woman Historia. I had to buy that physically. Yeah, Like, I just, it, it, think it's made for it,
0: if that makes mm-hmm. sense. And also,
2: it, the, the sizing gets weird in my iPad and it annoys me.
0: Um, I mean, it literally is made for it. I think yeah, those are yeah. undeniably intended to be read physically. Um, I might yeah. double dip on this one.
2: Uh, And you also had Twig, number two. It looks like we're getting an antagonist in this
1: story.
3: (laughs) I had fun with it. I had fun with the first issue. We reviewed it uh, maybe two, three weeks back. And uh, Scotty Young, Kyle, I think, was it Strong? Um, Uh, Yeah. And, yeah, I thought it was cutie. I thought the artwork. I thought the story was interesting enough for me to come back to the second issue. So I want to give it the shot. And... uh, yeah, I'm down for the world that we have seen so far, and I'm hoping that we get to explore more of it because I thought that some of the the landscapes and what you could probably do with them were, were really cool and interesting.
2: And then we also had uh, Sean and Kale, I believe. Dark Crisis, number one of seven.
0: Go for it.
1: Yeah, I think... Uh despite what we said earlier earlier you know it is a it is a crisis it's a titled crisis and that's got me um so i gotta try it it was a it's a hesitant pull at this point (laughs) what uh you know everything we've seen hasn't lit me on fire at all uh but i i feel i feel like williamson is trying to tap into the the infinite crisis buildup. Um and I, I I I feel him trying. Um so I've got, I don't know, mid hopes. I don't want to say high hopes, but mid hopes. For a
3: potentially mid book.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um we didn't mention it on the discussion, but the the fact that uh they mentioned uh Wally uh being upset that Barry Barry was back. Um they mentioned that in the in the road too, I was like, "Oh shit, yeah,
0: same." Because <laughs> uh, I'm a Wally guy, so. Fifteen years, I think, since the last official Crisis book. Shit, wow! Don't say um, that, Sean. Because Final Crisis was 2008, right? So Ooh. we're we're about we're rounding that out. um Can't say that the build feels even half as effective as what it was for Final Crisis. Um, but I do really like Joshua Williamson and think that he is mega talented. Um, and so you know, I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, I don't think they would do this. Uh, I don't like they didn't let Heroes in Crisis be called Crisis, they didn't let like metal. I think metal wanted it to be, but they didn't let it or yeah. something uh, of inverse. that nature. Inverse. They wanted it to be, they wanted it to be, right? Snyder didn't want to be. Um, this <laughs> and it's funny, I think that was supposed to be called Dark Crisis. Um, hmm. but uh, in any event, this is a real crisis, like Kale said. So, can't wait to see what they do with it. I am not, ex- I'm not, I don't have high expectations, but I am excited if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, sure.
2: well, I think the free comic book day issue got me more excited than the actual issue we read today. I no. wasn't even able to get that. Uh, Olivier Coypel drawing a Wally West Clayface story. Ooh, so, what the, the hell? Wow. Yeah, it was good looking. Um, which is like, why didn't you make that the thing we read today? But uh, whatever. It's fine. Um, and then Kelly also said, Usagi oh, Jimbo Origins Volume 3. Yeah, Known so as the one of the greatest the- books of all time, right, Kelly? <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely, one thousand percent. I've talked about this book a lot because this this particular volume has been coming out um, recently. Um, IDW has been reprinting some of the old uh, Usagi Ojimbo stories um, in color, and the Dragon Bellows cons- Conspiracy is the one that is a full narrative as opposed to different, you know, stories. And it brings uh, a bunch of different, like, characters who Usagi meets along the way into this, you know, um, uh, samurai government conspiracy. Um, it's very good. Um, highly, highly recommend it.
2: Would you ever get a Usagi tattoo, Kel? Hmm. I feel like that is a good character to get tattooed. Yeah. Uh. I. I
1: yeah. You know what? You're You're white enough
2: would. too, so like you don't even need to do the white ink.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you convinced him.
1: <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not a tattoo guy, but yeah. Yeah. You know what? I probably would. Like, imagine Take this cover
2: out. as a back piece. I like, think could work.
1: Oh. A whole back piece. Yeah. A whole back you piece. You know what? Yeah. I'm. I, I'm in. That's where the patron money's going.
3: (laughs) How many subs, Kale?
1: (laughs) Two more. All
0: right. That's Uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Very good. Thank you all so much for watching. We really appreciate you. Uh, We will be back next week for another episode of Palace Pools. If you want to catch it live, you can do so by tuning in at 6 p.m. Eastern every single Thursday. Uh, you can guarantee we'll be reading Dark Crisis and probably a few of those other books that were on Pals Pools this week. <laughs> savage Dragon. Gosh, uh, Aquaman. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's happening.
1: The, sa- the Savage Dragon of DC. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. That um, strangely makes sense. Uh, Patreon.com slash The Comics Pals if you want to support the show, uh, support us as we uh, continue. On the road to 300 episodes. Um, by the way, if you want to catch the main show live, that's uh, 10, 15 a.m. Eastern every single Saturday, so you can start your weekend with The Comics Pals. Uh, YouTube.com slash The Comics Pals. Subscribe, like the video, share with your friends. You guys know the deal by now. Thank you so much for watching. Until next time, we're The Comics Pals signing off. Take care, guys.
1: See you next week.